0: Welcome to the Voice of the Force podcast. On this episode, we're talking The Mandalorian Chapter 10, The Passenger. My name's Dan, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Ed. Hi. And Noma. Hello there. How are we doing, guys? Mm. <laughs> I feel I feel like uh, we're all kind of feeling a little eh today. That's all right. Wait.
1: If you can tell from from how we sound, two of us are kind of tired and one of us is very chipper. So, mm.
0: <laughs> Isn't that usually how It's Ed's it the chipper one, right? Yeah, that's true. I think Ed's, Ed's the chipper <laughs> one. <laughs> All right, Ed, do you want to let them know what we will be discussing about The Mandalorian Chapter 10 today? Yes, we're going to be discussing what happened during this episode, what
2: may happen, and any Easter eggs that, that we found that if later on you find something you want to message us about it. You can definitely do that, and I believe no one can tell you how to do that.
1: Yes, I can. So there's a whole bunch of ways to get a hold of us. Uh, First off is email, which is voiceoftheforce at gmail.com. Second is our Twitter, uh, which is at voiceforcepod. Uh, We've also got a website, which is www.voiceoftheforce.com. And uh, you can find us on a whole bunch of podcast uh, locations, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and uh, really all major podcast platforms. Um, And in terms of all that stuff, uh, also keep in mind that uh, retweeting or reviewing us is really appreciated and uh, helps other people find us. So uh, we definitely recommend it, and we always want to hear what you guys think. So, yeah, let us know.
0: Thank you, Noma. And thank you, Ed. All right, we're going to get into the main plot points of Chapter 10, The Passenger. But today, I won't be telling you what the plot points are. Noma will be doing that today. And (laughs) uh, we'll uh, see how that goes. Noma, do you want to take it away? Yeah, no pressure. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, actually, before
1: I go into this, we should also point out... um, we are going to be going real in-depth into everything that happened in Chapter 10, so if you haven't seen the episode yet, uh, there's going to be spoilers galore from this point onwards. We're we're kind of going into this assuming that you've already watched it, so if you haven't, uh, pause now, go watch the episode, uh, and then come back and take a listen. Uh, that way we won't be spoiling anything for you. On the note of spoilers uh, as
0: well. Before uh, we just continue on, I just want to say, I don't know about you guys, but I almost got spoiled on a few things for The Mandalorian on Twitter, so (laughs) make sure, here's just a PSA, make sure you do a media blackout the day that it comes out if you haven't seen it yet. Honestly, Friday,
2: all of Friday, Saturday morning, or whenever you plan to watch it on the weekend, do not look at your social media, because you will be, even if it's like the minor thing, like there was an easter egg that was kind of spoiled for me that I know I would have reacted to like crazy. Yes, but and I, because, I think, uh... Yeah, you probably had the same one, right? Exactly. I think but, it's the um, exact same one. Yeah, I was sitting there just being like, well, damn it. Yeah, <laughs> like, That's the like, worst oh, experience you is when you get spoiled there, on something. Like, uh, yeah. Alright. Yeah, I just finished watching that other thing, so it was just like, I would have been like,
3: "Oh, okay. <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. Just one more thing. Yes.
3: They need you to send us a ping. We're out here sweeping for Imperial holdouts. I'll let you know if I see any. I'm
2: still going to need you to send us that ping.
3: Well, I'm not sure I have that hardware online. We can wait. Yeah,
1: it doesn't seem to be uh, working.
2: That's too bad. We can't confirm you're not Imperial. You're gonna have to follow us to the outpost at Adelphi. Still on your tabs. Oh, wait. There it is.
3: Transmitting now. <laughs> Be quiet. What's that? Uh, nothing. The hypervac is drawing off the exhaust manifold.
0: Carson, can you switch over to channel two? Copy.
2: in the proximity of New Republic collectional Transport, Boston 5. You got a runner. I'm on it.
1: Uh, we pick up the episode kind of starting off from uh, where Episode 9 ended. We got Mando flying back to uh, Mos Eisley on his swoop bike. Uh, and the opening is is kind of interesting. He gets ambushed by... Uh, it seems a little ambiguous. I'm pretty sure they're bounty hunters. It looks like he gets he uh, gets attacked by bounty hunters who are after the child, although they might have just been scrappers, uh, seeing as what happens in the fight. But uh, basically, long story short, he uh, has to give up his jetpack to uh, make sure that uh, the child, or Baby Yoda, gets uh, set free. Um, but then as the last guy is kind of running away with the jetpack as his loot, he activates it. kind guy gets sent flying into the sky. And then he just turns it off, and uh, the guy gets sent plummeting back down to Earth, which was pretty brutal, but also pretty
0: funny. Oh, it was um, very amusing. Loved it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, gets what he deserves.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. I love the little shrug Although, at the
0: end when when the child looks at him. He's like, "What do you want?" <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: And and uh, while we were watching it, Ed also pointed that out, which I thought was really funny. Is um, so you know he's got the knife at at the child's throat, and then once he gets the jetpack, he drops it and runs away. And yeah. it's like, okay, so. What's stopping like I mean, you know, the jetpack thing was funny, but I was also thinking like, so what stops him from just shooting him in the back now?
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> it was the most ridiculous thing. It was like, okay, I can have the thing,
0: yeah. I think I think All right, I, you nope. have the baby, but No, I think you're heck? right with this. It's mm-hmm. like I don't think he was a bounty hunter. I think he was a scrapper because a, I don't think a bounty hunter would react like that.
2: See, yeah. here's the here's the confusion though. Like it's it's either maybe one of them was a bounty hunter that contracted the others Mm -hmm. because it's just like all right they're they're they clearly know the child and they know what it is and they want to grab it yeah because then yeah at the end of it it's just like you know another bounty hunter would be like well no i have it so i'm taking it you can Mm -hmm. try to stop me but you might hit it whatever but this guy's just like oh yeah you got the stuff give me your stuff i want your stuff okay so you're just trying to hold me up no yeah give me your stuff Mm -hmm. okay the here's the thing you got. i want your jetpack. yeah because the first way he was pointing he was like give me your armor it's like yeah you're out of your mind dude but really? then okay i'll we'll put this down here you can have it see it's great okay sweet yeah put baby down it's like no <laughs> go away with it until you know you're good then drop him off in the middle of the desert somewhere make yeah. him walk yeah. to it but no nah, no nah, i'm gonna do this ha! <laughs> i'm free i'm protecting <laughs> you oh how many times have we seen any Mandalorian just control a jetpack or something. Even not them. Everybody mm-hmm. who has any sort of flight module, even Cad Bane, it was just like, oh, activate it. Okay, wrist, uh, wrist thingy come out. Okay, cool. I'm gonna start tapping some some hollow buttons on here. And oh look, it's activated now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't hit a switch on the actual things. You know how annoying that would be. You need a whole apparatus in the front to control your jetpack, but no. Yeah. Beep 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 beep. Oh, look at it. that, we're taking off. It's like, come on, <laughs> anywhere in this galaxy I man, you've seen how it works. Yeah.
3: Unless
1: although, you live on uh, Tatooine. Apparently, right? Apparently. Although that, that also did have a part
2: that I, I thought was really cool is uh
1: when he gets hit, you know, when he they he falls with a trap and the swoop gets destroyed, mm-hmm. he uses the jetpack to stop himself from basically, Stabilize, you know, yeah, yeah exactly, and, and not get knocked out by the, the blow. And I was like, Oh cool. Like he's got yeah, it kind of shows how, how good his control over the, the what did they call it? Rising Phoenix? Rising Phoenix, yeah. Yeah. It shows how good his control already is over it. Whereas um, the child which... just
0: takes a tumble at like 100 kilometers <laughs> yeah, an hour. Yeah. It's
1: fine. It's 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 the karmic payback for what he ends up doing later in this episode, which I'm sure we'll be talking about for a while. Cause He's I, made I... a
0: robot How did that happen? Yeah, right. <laughs> oh,
1: God. Don't bring up four kids. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's continue. Yeah, so, uh, so basically, uh, once that happens, Mando has to trek all the way back to Mos Eisley, and, uh, we get to a scene that, uh, feels like a bit of a throwaway scene, but I I think it's a scene that a couple of us were a little bit surprised or a little bit annoyed by, we'll get to that, but, um, he, he comes back to the, uh, classic cantina, I, let's see, I had the name here, because I can't remember what it's called right now, uh, Chalman Spaceport Cantina, the one from Episode 4. Um, and he meets, uh, how do you pronounce the name again? Was it Peli or Peli? Uh,
0: Pe- uh, Peli, I think.
1: Yeah. Peli, yeah. yeah and uh, Peli is playing Sabak against uh, some giant insect that we we all kind of assumed was uh, Um If you don't know what that is, they're from uh, Swotor, the Star Wars MMO, and also... Uh, if you want to see the when their lore is destroyed, you can go read the the Dark Harvest books. Um, is it the Dark Harvest? I'm pretty sure it is. Where the yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, the one where Luke does force lightning, and I was like, I don't know what I'm reading anymore. But
2: yeah, that that felt like more <laughs> fan fiction than anything else. Yeah, yeah, they all are, but like that one was,
1: you know. yeah, yeah. Post use Vaughn gets weird. Anyways, but yeah. Um, and so yeah, she's playing Sabacc against this uh, giant ant thing, or insect thing, and uh, Mando basically helps uh, Peli in a Sabacc bid, and uh, that end results in him getting some info on where uh, there might be another uh, Mandalorian covert. But uh, yeah, let's talk about the fact that they're playing Sabacc, and I thought it was uh, Pazak at first, because it seemed like it didn't have the right... Stuff for Sabak. Pisa- Hold on, just one mm-hmm. second before actually, we yeah.
0: get into that. Um, yes, the bid. The bid. I watched the scene again, and the bid that he put down was for Doctor Mandible. Because uh, they're talking, and she said, "If you put down um, a bid for Doctor Mandible, then he'll give you uh, information about the Mandalorians." And then he said, "How much is it?" And five hundred credits. So he puts it down, and then, oh, she, then she puts down. Wins? Yeah, because she she tries oh, to convince. Yeah, she she basically. Um, takes the money she from, from, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And then, uh, she's like, oh, don't look so glum. <laughs> so she just like hustled him. Uh, then, like, I thought you said uh, that he was on a, a hot streak. She's like, he was. And then he lost. <laughs>
1: Ugh, that's, that's super, yeah, I don't know. Like I, I thought he was helping her. And then I was like, ha you know, they're teaming up to, to take him out the other way. that see That just seems kind of mean. Like after everything that they've gone through.
0: Completely fair. He destroyed the swoop bike. And that was hers. Uh, no, I guess she didn't fair. know that at it's like the time,
2: though.
0: Probably not. True. But I feel like that's <laughs> payback in its own way. That's fair. No, uh,
2: Sabak. <sighs> <it's> <buck.
1: laughs> yes, um, and and like I said, that that's I I thought they were playing Pazak, which is from Knights of the Old Republic in the beginning because they only have cards, mm-hmm. um,
2: and it, they've got a bunch of cards.
0: In Solo, they played Sabak just the same as they did in this, didn't they? At the you they know the beginning and the end. They on the
2: table, but. That's that's the that's where the issue starts,
0: because
2: in every other and I guess we haven't really seen it in media besides solo and like maybe a couple. Anytime you're in like a ship or anything, they're not they're playing Dajarrick. They're not playing Sabat.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And even with Dajarek, they're using like the Hollow Table, right? So there's nothing to say that you can't use a Hollow Table for Sabah either, because then it would actually like online be, poker. Yeah, exactly. Because it would make <laughs> the game legit versus Mm -hmm. like you know the and like you said there is pazak where you can just you know pick up the cards and play like in um in kotor and everything like that you play pazak because you just you build your deck and you walk around you get cards from everywhere and Mm -hmm. then you can just like pick up your hand and play that but with Sabak, you need a whole there's a degree of randomness that has to happen in the game which makes it so exciting which make the stakes so high and when Solo, we didn't get that either. And they're like, oh, yeah, best spin rules, best spin rules. I'm like, shut up. All <laughs> right. You're just saying, oh, no, forget the rules is what you're saying at this point. And then you can come up with whatever deal and whatever thing you can make and you wager mm-hmm. whatever you want at that point. Yeah. But yeah. And not only that, but then your main objective of the game, if you don't know, it's it's like Blackjack where you have to like 21 is the, the number you want to hit and Sabacc it's 23. I believe. Mm. And um, it's hard, <laughs> okay? Because you can get to positive 23 or negative 23. There's a whole bunch of different things, and both of those win. And, but it, it, in this, it was just like, you know, oh, yeah, stone cards. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you'll hear her say the line, oh, an idiot's array. ha, ah, I win. You have a better chance of winning the lottery than getting an Idiot's Array with all the combinations <laughs> you can have. And it is supposed to be such a random thing, but every, every, every bit of meat and this is something I can't stand. Oh, and usually it's a main character, but see, even a side character get it like this, it's just like, oh, oh yeah, okay, Idiot's Array, oh, that's mine. It's just like, honestly, it would have been the same result if you just had her come up with 20 reads somehow and just say sabak. Mm. But the fact, that, the fact that you're saying Idiot's Array means you've looked into it, and you know about it. And you know how difficult it is to get. You know how much randomness comes but into it. But it's not impossible, it, either Ed. Locking <laughs> in cards. It's definitely possible, switched, or whatever. I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying, come on, like that's that's like punching me in the nose for being <laughs> like, I know what it is, but I'm not going to respect everything that goes into it. So yeah, I'm just going to use it anyway. Forget right. you. Mm. Like that's what it felt like, and I was just like, no,
0: just say some buck and you won. Great, like Uno.
2: yay!
0: It's like space exactly. Uno exactly ah, but, i take the card to make it go back to you oh and no, I, was, <laughs> just, I was gonna say like just to like, explain
2: what it is it's yeah. like we have like the joker and everything like that but in there it's the idiot and the idiot's array is the simplified of you have the idiot doesn't have value the number two and the number three so when you look at it it would be like oh that's 23 yeah yeah i win kind of thing mm. but there's like one or two idiots in a deck of like how 56, many cards? It's like fifty-six or something like I think that. It's 76, some, yeah, yeah some there. crazy numbers. So it's just like, yeah. which makes it even more ridiculous. It's 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 right. like announcing you have a royal straight
1: flush with seventy yeah seventy-three cards. So it'd be even exactly. harder to achieve that. Exactly. Yeah. It's just yeah.
0: like, ugh. it's like shut up. If Dr. <laughs> loses, <laughs> and he's yes. not he's not the happiest guy. But he said that he'll send the contact along. I think yeah
1: and then that that kind of launches us into the actual episode uh so we we get to see what cooked crate dragon meat looks like i mean it looks like pretty normal meat the big um, flank
3: steak man yeah <laughs> oh my it, god
1: it is gigantic I it's been cooked that. with but it yeah, wasn't right. seasoned yeah that part was kind of or it, it, i mean it might have been you and we never know, saw it but it yeah doesn't seasoned like it doesn't with makes. sand yeah exactly tatooine
0: sand yeah god <laughs> and i can it's understand everywhere so i hate much. it <laughs>
1: But uh, yeah, we see it, we see it being cooked on what l- it looked like a pod racer engine. It looked a little bit too small to be a, a starship engine. Um, I
2: thought it was subulbas for a second the way it was,
1: but his was pretty yeah, big. his was uh, pretty big, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so we see that, and we get a couple comments about that, and uh, so we learn that the contact wants passage to the same system where the Mandalorians are supposed to be. Um, and we get uh, yeah, I don't think the species was named.
2: Unfortunately, because lazy, yeah, no. lazy, <laughs> why you call her. Mm-hmm. Sorry,
1: go ahead. Oh no, no, it's it's yeah, some sort of frog or it
2: kind of like a gecko to me, kind yeah. of like a. It's, if you watched any Geico commercial in your life, exactly, it's yeah. a reskin. Yeah. Speaking it's of a, Geico, you can, get,
0: you can save fifteen percent or more on your starship insurance, <laughs> which will come in handy later. <laughs> yes, <it>. <laughs> uh, but, but, but yes, yeah, no was... we needed a shirt with that logo on it with this lady as the Geico person. Oh my God, <laughs>
2: just keep
0: piling up projects for me.
2: Yes, And you know the worst bit. Sorry, sorry, but I'm just thinking of this now. They call her Frog Lady and all that stuff, and yes, she has spawned. Never once in this episode did I see her hop.
0: Oh, she does. She kind of, yeah. Oh, the, no, near no, the end.
2: sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm dumb. I'm still tired. I remember <laughs> when they were running. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, She's, like, on.
0: hopping yeah. real, real fast. Yeah,
1: mm. yeah. Um, but yeah, so so we meet her, and we get the, the little tidbit, which kind of launches this episode, which is uh, going through hyperspace will uh, – kill her spawn which she is basically the whole reason she wants passages to go to uh the moon of trask in the cole iban system uh where her husband is and saw the mandalorian so he is the person who uh, he will give the information on where the mandalorian covert is so i mean you know that that part was pretty standard uh i don't really know if there's anything i have to say about Anything there?
0: The only thing I would say is that it's interesting that, like, this person, if they had these eggs, like, throughout their lifetime, they would never be able to travel through light speed if they have, you know, the spawn in the eggs every few years or whatever it is.
1: Yeah, right. you'd have to time it, basically, so that you you jump in between your your spawning periods, I guess. Yeah.
2: I mean, if they were thinking of the way, like, you know, you got to travel upstream to lay your spawn, and then you leave, kind of thing like that. And it's like, okay, getting back now,
0: it's just like, well, crap. Yeah, they're taking the tough way, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, it it does also bring up, oh, yeah, this was something I was a little bit curious about, because that implies that hyperspace can do physical damage to things, which was kind of weird. Yeah. I, I don't know if they ever retconned what hyperspace is supposed to be. Um,
3: oh! Was, they did it, was it with, in, in Rebels.
1: They,
2: they no, talked about but, the, the uh, purgle whales. You know what? Mm. This could be something that if they're smart, they can explain and maybe fix or something in the High Republic. Okay. Where it's just like, you know, something in hyperspace or whatever. Because we, we've been traveling in hyperspace for a while, right? Mm-hmm. But Like, if some new phenomena comes in where it's just like, oh, yeah, this dangerous thing is now trapped in hyperspace and it's entered in it. Kind of like, uh-huh hey, Warhammer fans, something in <laughs> the chaos. That's, yes, that's the chaos. Yes, the And it's like, oh, uh, yeah, now there's something in there that's, you mm-hmm. know, constantly, like, either trying to leech or something like that. So now we have to add, like, these dampeners to our ship or whatever yeah. it is to make sure it is safe for travel in hyperspace because we can't do it the old way anymore. I don't know. I definitely want to is... learn more
0: about why the eggs can't go through hyperspace. Like, that's yeah, something that's yeah, yeah. very interesting. That it's I very strange. You know what it's going to be can, in? It's going to be in, like, one of those, like, in visual dictionaries, encyclopedias for the oh, Mandalorian. Because most likely. think
2: about it. You, you transfer so many things, like smugglers and cargo and all that hiding stuff in their ships and all this kind of, like, you know, precious material or whatever it is. You can have, like, baby animals excluding these for whatever reason
3: mm-hmm. that,
2: like, you know, huts would want or something like that to put in their palace or whatever. And it's like, okay but this, for whatever reason, this specific one. And you know what? It seems like it's such a throwaway kind of thing to make the travel longer for whatever reason or whatever thing is happening at the end destination
3: mm-hmm.
2: because they can't even... <clears throat> sorry, and this is from Disney's own site, so you you can't say no. <laughs> you didn't really come up with a name for the race. You didn't come up with anything for it. You just said, let's put a frog and spawn in there and let's go with it.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: And it's just like, no, like, you know, every species... Even Dr. Mandible has some like nameable species that you can come up with, but just Frog Lady, seriously? For now. Like, to, like, yeah, like, but to me, that seems so lazy. It's just like, it, it seems to be like you didn't finish it or you didn't have an idea fleshed out enough because it means like, oh, now we have to, where do they come from? Are they also from Rhodia? Are they like a subspecies or mm. are they something else? Like, what are they? Like, these are the things you figure out first before you even add the character into it. Because yeah, now I mean, it just seems like you're just so random just to put this as a thing. And yeah, it's yeah. now, it's before it was daddy daycare, now it's taxi. So it's like... like which she says, I'm not a taxi driver. Do exactly. He's like, uh, can, doing it just to do it? Or
1: Yeah, I've got one, one real quick point, which was... Yeah, because Ed mentioned the warp, and I was thinking... Yeah, because I know in old Star Wars lore, uh, hyperspace was an alternate dimension that they traveled through. Um, but they haven't really established that now so i could see Ed, if if uh, if they were i, I kind of like what you were saying where if they were smart maybe uh they could bring back uh oh god, uh what was her name i can never remember her name uh the thing trapped in the maw oh oh um, <laughs> yeah. um 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 because i know she's who still in to go can. fight
2: basically yeah, the yeah. mother
1: yes yeah yeah she's terrifying it's, it starts with an a i think a. it's like abaloth yeah. or something yeah
2: yeah yeah but ab, ab- cuz i remember people say <laughs> but it's abaloth i believe yeah yeah
1: She's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was insane, and it is. So it is still. Te- yeah, Abelith, Abeloth, Abeloth, A B E L O T H, Abeloth the mother. Um, so, yeah, that would actually be. I mean, again, we we do has kind of have a timeline of her. It, I think it's still old, old lore because it, it was very. it was yeah it was when, um, Clone Wars was still being made by Lucasfilm and not owned by Disney. That mm-hmm. that episode came out. So, it's. I think it's still considered old lore, but man, if they could just move the time period to say that that is the event that High Republic has to deal with, the is the mother, that would be amazing. And then kind of change that, so maybe that's why hyperspace is dangerous.
2: Yeah, because in their canon, Luke is already gone, so there's nobody to deal with. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. yeah, Luke hasn't been born yet, right, in High Republic, but... but yeah, until um, <laughs> and yeah right and uh yeah and then going to uh ju- and then just jumping forward a little bit with the uh, the uh frog lady mm-hmm. yeah I-, I also kind of agree with that there because it- it's it's just something that surprised me you know favreau and filoni seem to be so on top of um all their star wars stuff right yeah interconnectedness
0: of all the projects that they've worked exactly
1: on. like yeah so so it's surprising to see a, a race appear that then doesn't have any backstory anything it feels like something that the sequel movies would do right like What's all those their
2: nomenclature
1: yeah right we we don't really know anything about them like yeah exactly every every um every species that shows up in clone wars right like they they have even if they're a new character or you know something that they're just expanding on they they really go into it right and and they can
2: come up with lasat and make that whole planet and give them a history they can come up with something for frog lady and Mm -hmm. i'm sure
0: they will like we're not like this is part one of two with this lady i think because um, they have to still get to the planet, uh, which we'll talk about later, uh, where the husband is. So I feel because like clearly... we're gonna get a little bit more information over the next episode or so. Hopefully, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah I'll and... I'll wait for the next point
0: because yeah, that will exactly.
2: just add to this.
0: Yeah, as opposed to all the you know
1: stupid aliens I don't care about in Canto Bite. But well, we anyway, care so about it. Frog Lady. Yeah, because, you know, they actually – they're not just like, they look, funny character design, laugh at opera bubble person. Yeah. It's like, you know, there's actually things happening in this one. But anyways, yeah. I'm, I'm, we won't go into sequel rage now. <laughs> Continue. Not- <laughs> so, yeah, they, they start their journey. Uh, you know, the, the we run into the problem of Mandalorian and Frog Lady can't communicate with each other. And then we also start getting into what is easily my least favorite part of this episode Same. because it just – yeah, is, is the, uh-huh. the child apparently wants to eat all the eggs. And there's just a whole suite of problems that we'll, we'll discuss that we're all kind of annoyed by where, you know, the mom leaves the eggs just down in the hangar bay. So uh, Din goes down there and finds the child eating them, and then he just tells them not to do it, and then they go to sleep.
0: That's going to work.
1: <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. He's definitely, he's always listened to, to to Din so far, so, you know, oh, this time it'll stick.
0: By the way, All Din, right. if you can't remember, is the Mandalorian. Yeah, Din
1: Djarin, yeah. Um, so we get a cut where alarms are blaring, and uh, we got a, the scene from the trailer where there's two Republic X-Wings uh, piloted by a returning character, Dave Filoni, who uh, I just learned. His name is Trapper Wolf, which is a, I like that name. It's, Pretty it's a good. cool name. Um, and a new character which is what i got spoiled and i assume and what ed got spoiled by no, as well which oh is yeah God. uh which is a new character named Appa, which is i think that's that means dad in korean which yes. um yeah which is more ironic cuz it's uh, the character is played by uh paul sun hyung lee who uh most or i think all of us at on uh, voice of the force know because it, he's on a show called uh kim's convenience which is uh, it's set in Toronto and it's a very kind of nice Canadian Korean Canadian show. It's really funny, but yeah, I was really I, I was I was happy to see him in the episode. But literally, like ten minutes before I started watching the episode, I saw it on Reddit. I got so angry. <laughs>
3: it, was
1: just, it was this post that was like, oh, Kim's Convenience uh, main character is in uh, Mandalorian. And everyone in Toronto is losing their mind. And I'm like, I'm losing my mind for a different reason. <laughs> yeah, right.
0: I think, like, like, oh, I actually think the name, I just thought of this a little while ago. But when I found out his name of his character, Appa, I'm like, yeah. that has to be a reference to Avatar, which is what Dave Filoni used to work on.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. that's right. Because Appa is like the but, but,
0: the the Sky Bison from Avatar: The Last Airbender, the TV series. Mm-hmm. No, it, like, it just it? means
2: that. It just means that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. There's no There's no deep meaning to it or anything like that. It's just like you can you can go to Korea, you'll hear it all the time. <laughs> like, yeah. That, that's <laughs> it. Kind of thing. So fair enough. It's like it's like Padre or something like that. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's Spanish. But oh no, that Spanish dog, that one from the thing. <laughs> How about how, about how
0: about that one? How about that one, Sky Bison? <laughs> uh, like
2: yeah, that that's looking between too many lines there, where you might as well be reading a barcode. Right? Yeah, <laughs> it's it, it's a fun nod
1: to to the other character, the most I think the most famous character he's played now. But yeah, yeah it was it's a little on the nose. But uh, yeah, anyways, so so they have a little bit of a talk. It's a, kind of like a standoff where it's really clear that Din doesn't want to give over his information uh so he's kind of playing for time and yeah it, it's kind of reminiscent of the detention block where he's going like oh sorry i don't i i, I don't have a transponder oh You're sorry i can't actively. ping you <laughs> yeah and, and then uh then he goes like oh oh a uh, hyperspace uh or or you know hyperdrive something is, is acting up and then oh now we have the ping and uh he he gets the response that he's most concerned about which is they ask him oh uh is, isn't this the same the same ship that bordered the. I don't know if we got a name for it in in the prison break episode, but Bothan Five is the prison vessel, the New Republic correctional vessel. So they kind of they kind of realize that, and they put the rest foils on attack position. And so he immediately just goes like, oh, jigs up and starts trying to do evasive maneuvers. And uh, so we get a, a really cool uh, little chase scene where neither faction is actually trying to attack the other. Din's just trying to outfly them, but you know i mean they're they're x-wings and not only x-wings they're they're the old school t65 uh, t65s from what it looks like so they're easily able to kind of keep up with him yeah and so yeah right like he does some crazy cloud maneuver that they're able to to uh track pretty easily and he's finally able to do it by basically uh cutting power and uh crash landing the ship which does work they can't find him but unfortunately he hits the ground so hard that the razor crest kind of plummets into a cave below, which I immediately gave me uh, memories of the rebels episode where, um, Zeb and, uh, also, you know, crashed. Well, different for them. They just go straight through the ice. Yeah. And I I think about that. It's very similar. Yeah. Except this one's more horrifying as well. I'm sure. I'm sure everybody knows if they've seen the episode. Um, yeah, so so the ship gets real messed up basically. They they kind of Din comes to, he's been knocked out, goes to figure out what's happening and the child's just eating more eggs, which is just like, "Oh my god, why is this happening?" and "Oh god." So he takes them away, goes down to the hold and uh they kind of have another kind of we can't talk to each other scene and uh Din try basically says like, "Whatever, we're going to sleep. We'll figure this out later." And uh Apparently, he's kept Zero from the prison break, the destroyed droid. He's kept him around for some reason. Um, I was kind of thinking, like, ooh, is is Zero going to be the new IG-11? But no, not not yet, at least. Uh, so he wakes up because Zero's talking to him, and it turns out that the uh, frog lady basically just got the vocabulary up and running. And she kind of gives the Mando kind of one of those, like, uh, tough love. Or kind of, not really tough love, but kind of like, Sp- uh, like spiteful- motherly talks, shame, like, yeah. shame, yeah, yeah, like like a like a shame, a shameful motivational speech that yeah, and about how guilt uh, Yeah, there we go. Yeah, she guilt trips him. That is exactly it. Uh, she guilt trips him into basically starting to, to work on the ship again, and it makes sense because it, it was something I was thinking of. Where she just goes like, "Oh, I thought Mandalorians were supposed to be, you know, honorable and and stick to their promises, but I guess that's just a children's tale." You see, it didn't be like. <sighs> she got me. <laughs> kind of like get up and go and work on it. And you uh, basically
2: hear him muttering. It was, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: Dang it! Give her short Son of a. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Tell me. I'm not
1: honorable. I'll show her. I'll fix this ship real good.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so he starts working on it, and it's it's real messed up. Like the the from what we see, the, the you know, it's it's uh, oh, open oh, to God. the void now. Yeah, and the, one of the blaster cannons is completely destroyed.
0: There's a bleak and, blue fluid.
1: Was it blue? I thought it was green. It was, like, um,
0: bluish-green or something. It was just, like, spewing it out on the side front end it. of it. Okay, yeah. I, I can't oh,
1: I mean, there is green fluid later on, so maybe that's what I'm thinking of. But, uh, yeah, so so he's doing that for a while, and then uh, the child kind of goes to show him that his foods have gone missing. I, I mean, that's honestly the only thing I can, I can assume he it was doing it at this point because of how yeah. they show him this episode. But, uh, yeah, so, so he kind of realizes that Frog Lady kind of went off on her own. And he can he can track her footsteps like he did in episode four with uh, Kara. Was that her name? Kara Dune. Yeah. Kara Dune. Dune. Okay, just making sure. And uh, yeah, so he follows her and, and it eventually leads to a hot spring where she's bathing with her eggs. And Din is immediately like, no, 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 we, we shouldn't be here. And uh, stops the child from eating more eggs as he, he and uh, the mother just kind of start putting the eggs back in, into their pod. Because, you know, she's kind of uh, floating with them in these hot springs. Uh, So the child goes, fine, there's other eggs here, I'm going to eat one of these, and immediately, A, they look like eggs from Alien, so it's like, oh, good, this can't, well, they look like eggs from, not Alien, but Prometheus. Prometheus? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so it's like, oh, this can't be good, and then he pulls out a spider, a dead spider, or, you know, an unborn spider from one of them, and it's like, oh, that can't be good.
0: That's terrifying.
1: Yep, and uh, so you kind of, they all start hatching, and and the child's like, "Uh uh-oh, the food's fighting back. (laughs) <laughs> and
0: yeah, <laughs> he's like help me, help me, help me, help me, help me. Yeah, he comes back and he's like, "Dad, we're fighting back."
1: And I'm like, "Yeah, no, it's just stop eating everything."
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh god! Oh man. god! Oh god!
1: Yeah, and then it starts to turn into a scene from a nightmare because uh, we all kind of, kind of immediately thought like, "Ooh, I want mean, it would be cool if these were you know w- w- the spiders from Rebels." And then we went, "Oh god, they're the spiders from Rebels." And you kind of just yeah. see these horrifying like white his beasts kind of uh, rushing out towards him. And uh, if they are the same spiders from Rebels, it looks like they're a different species because these ones can actually die to blaster bolts. Yeah,
0: Thank they're not God. as hard shelled this. and they have a weird, different kind of face on the bottom, but very yeah. similar design.
2: Yes, and if they, they are so the much same. They almost have mandibles, is what seems like suckers, I guess?
1: Yeah, yeah. It, it reminded me of like what you see on, on a lot of deep, uh, horrifying deep sea creatures, like a. Uh, a what do they call them? Uh, a hagfish. Uh, yes. Yeah uh if you if you're curious about what a hagfish is i wouldn't be it's yeah anything that has to tie itself in a knot to rip rip flesh off of a fish that's just the yeah they're they're nasty but it it very much looks like that because we also see later on they've got uh like rows and rows of rotating teeth inside (laughs) yeah and that's very similar to a hagfish um so yeah it's immediately like oh god oh god run 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 this is like all of my worst fears (laughs) Come to life, and uh, they 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 run, and the adult shows up, and as we see it's later on, the adult's gigantic, yeah. Um, so they run, and uh, Din tries a bunch of things. That, you know, he flamethrowers a bunch of them, he shoots a bunch of them, he uses his explosives that he used on Gideon, uh, and that doesn't even take it down. They basically get pushed all the way into the cockpit, and uh, they're just barely able to hold off the the spiders and uh the frog lady helps by killing one with a hold-up blaster that she apparently had the whole time and saves baby yoda which is ironic considering what he's been doing this whole episode yeah Yeah. right like I, i don't know but anyways as they're they're kind of coming to and din's like all right we're gonna take off uh the big spider shows up again and it's as big as the razor. Well, it's as big as the front of the razor crest.
0: Yeah, it can like jump on the razor crest and it pushed it back to the ground with the engines on. Yes, which yeah. is and it, terrifying. Exactly, and it it
1: punches through the transparent steel uh, cockpit with its legs, and then it tries to break through with its mouth. And
0: that's when we see the, the horrifying reaching uh, across the glass.
1: Yeah, yeah, that, oh. that that sound that I always I I love when you nails see on a a a chalkboard. Yeah right. Well, I I love it though because it's like where is the weak point? Let me find it. Yeah, it's like, like ah. Oh oh <laughs>
3: like, no
0: no 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 no. Everything's yeah, wrong.
1: <laughs> exactly. And so as we're like, I, I I remember at that point being like, I wonder if he it, uh, the disintegrator rounds work on it, but uh he gets saved because a bunch of uh, blaster fire goes off and gunfire, and when it immediately went off, I think all of us immediately thought, oh that sounds like uh that sounds what, like
0: What That iconic. That like I can't the only oh, way it you can, make the noise, yeah, like yeah, the, w- the W it's like W E D, wed, wed 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 and that's exactly yeah. what the
1: X Wing sounds like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you but then you also hear blaster fire, so we were like, Oh, it sounded like an X Wing. Maybe it was just a ship. Yeah. But then we hear blaster fire, and you know, okay, maybe it's a, it's like a group of people. So it turns out as he goes outside that uh the two new Republic X Wings found him and killed the spiders. And so they they have a bit of a, a tense back and forth. Uh, Because Mando's like, okay, you're here to arrest me? And the pilots are like, uh, basically run him up to speed on on what the New Republic sees uh, that he did from that episode, which is, he's wanted for freeing a New Republic prisoner, but he also gave them three prisoners that were also all high-ranking prisoners, um, and they all they saw on the recordings that he tried to save they name him now lieutenant davin who was uh matt laner the guy who voiced the voice actor who voices anakin in the clone wars series yeah and so because he did both of those things and i feel like he should have pointed out that he also uh killed he also let them kill the prisoner that he freed yeah because you know uh one uh what's his name the first guy wolf trapper wolf you know killed him in episode six of season one but they didn't know that necessarily but basically they they go like all right we're square you did some bad stuff but we feel like the good outweighs the bad and this is and
2: uh says something.
1: yeah exactly he says these are trying times which was cool to me because it it shows like yeah the new republic is really kind of stretched thin at this point it, it's it's kind of rough and i would I, that's something i'd like to kind of see because it, it actually seems more interesting to me than uh the sequel movies but anyways that that's not a here or there for now mm. so yeah they did tries to strike a deal with them where he's like oh, uh, how about uh you don't pay me for it and you fix my ship and i was just like how about you fix the transponder and we don't have to go through this whole thing next time. Yeah. And uh yeah, for for a second we were like, "Oh, does that mean they struck a deal and then they just leave?" And I was like, "Oh, no, no, no. They're just like, no screw you." Basically <laughs> what
0: happened kinda... was Din forgot to put the like his license plates on his car, and uh it turned into a chase <laughs> scene down the highway, and it turned out he fell into a ditch for a bit. <laughs> yeah. A spider infested hell. And instead of ditch. them pulling him out of the ditch with a tow truck, they're like, "No, no, no. You got this. Next time just put your license plates on your car." <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly,
0: and uh, yeah, that
1: kind of wraps up the episode. We we go back to space, and uh, Din gets the whole like, all right, we're doing sublight the whole way through. Only the cabins pressurized, so you know don't don't leave. You know if the back door opens, tell me. And then he kind of jokes like, no, no, I, I'm kidding. If the back door opens, we're all dead. Yeah, and, uh, they all kind of <laughs> nod off, God. and then we got a scene that was almost heartwarming, and God, it's just, it just it annoys me a lot. Where uh,
0: oh, at the very end. Yeah,
1: the child, like, looks at, at at Frog Lady, and she's kind of protecting her eggs, and he's like, and you're like, oh, I wonder if he's learned the lesson not to eat, the, and then he eats one, because he just yes. had one on. He
0: had one on his robes, he just eats it, yeah. and you're like, oh, Wait, God. are you serious? Yeah. At yeah. The very no,
1: that's the last shot of the episode, is There's he like just eats an egg, and I was eats. like, come
2: on, man. <laughs> oh, see, there you go. See, I was falling asleep at that point, because, oh. like, I, I couldn't stay up. Oh, my God. Yeah,
1: so we should we should also point out, it's not because the episode was boring, it's because uh, Ed just finished a
2: night shift, so yeah. he, he was <laughs> tired when we watched it. Yeah, oh, my wow. Yeah, <laughs> see, yeah, I, that's, that's why I didn't say anything. I would have said something right away. Like, are you mm. kidding me? <laughs> Staring <laughs> at her, just like, hey, this one of yours? Nom.
1: Yeah. Well, so so he basically looks at her egg uh, pod, and she goes to sleep, and then he kind of looks back to the front of the crest and just
0: like eats the egg, he and just I'm, pulls like, it up from out I, like underneath the dash, and he's like, oh yum, Christ, yeah. right?
1: And and it's it's such a weird arc for Baby Yoda in this episode because I it feel
0: makes like you hate him.
2: right, I feel I feel like they're trying to the, see. To, Take, I think yeah. they're just trying to reinforce just how you know infantile, because we, in the first in the first season in the first few episodes everything there he like constantly just putting things in his mouth, mm. and then even with like that frog when he's repairing his armor he's just like D- you know, don't touch that or like yeah. what are you doing kind of things like the whole thing is like oh god so it's just like he's not averse to eating anything and he's constantly yeah. shoving things in his mouth. It it felt like a step backwards for
1: me because we have at the end of Grains, it was for a different reason, but we have at the end of uh, the Raiders episode with the the ATST. Mm-hmm. You know, he he starts to eat the frog and the kids all scream "ew" and he kind of spits it out like, "Oh, is this not right?" And I was like, "Oh, he's uh, the what I the implication I got I from that was, was oh he's pressure, <laughs> it, i guess so right like it was just like oh they're not they're doing something i don't like because i was just like oh you know maybe he's learning don't put everything in your mouth and then he keeps eating the eggs i'm like stop eating the eggs yeah like, just, just stop especially because uh frog lady points out it's our last brew that she's ever gonna make yeah and he just keeps eating them it's just like, he dude, did, he did eat a hell? frog
0: when he was on kawiel's farm way way back yeah. like episode three or something oh, like yeah, that. He was chasing it, yeah. and like it's the first but, time you see him eat the frog and you're like oh damn okay he's <laughs> yeah. that old canadian psa <laughs> yeah, totally the one put thing it down, I did point, to point put out to it the guys, in your mouth. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> the one thing I did point out to you guys when we were watching it was that um, way back, people used to like equate Yoda and his species to like a f- to frogs, um, and it's ironic that now that he's, yeah, there's a baby version of the species um yeah. that he's eating all of the frogs no matter if they're spawn eggs or live frogs yeah, so yeah. they you know, have been enemies since i wouldn't be surprised past. if in the next few episodes he's gnawing on the mother's ankle <laughs> like, at
1: this point seriously um, or he's yeah. just eating them all while they were both asleep because my god it's yeah it was just... my,
0: probably my least favorite part of the episode as well is like just the 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 comedy break i guess with that like it's just like not. I didn't See? I didn't like it. See? I just didn't th- exactly. find it. This like is endearing this at all. This is what I love. Mm-hmm. This is what I love here
2: because Everybody, well, ninety six percent of the population watching this series mm. has been so in love with this damn thing <laughs> that it's been like it's a finally ass. it starts yeah. acting up and starts being a real kid and yeah. everybody look oh no it's like what so he can't be followable <laughs> he can't exactly, just be, right? he can't just be a little child who doesn't understand something and is being t- in this case naughty mm. and not listening. Again, but that's part of the character. Oh, so you don't like that? So you want it taken away now? No, good. I love this part. Let me read you some of the topic. the
0: top posts on Reddit for Baby Yoda right now.
2: Oh, jeez. Mm.
0: Okay, is, so, is it massive
2: hatred right now?
0: Yeah, they trying to like, cancel Someone on Reddit was uh, at our, our Regio. Regio. Uh, Baby Yoda was acting out this episode, and it's like the swear mouth that's like censored emoji. Um, another one is um, let's here (laughs) i haven't read this yet but the headline hits the mark and the headline is the mandalorian baby yoda ate a woman's children and i'm disturbed (laughs) he's an alien that was from Um, collider.com there's yeah there's a whole bunch of them like this and people are like what is so that was so aggravating lol baby yoda is bad
2: see see he does one thing does one i hate this right now someone just someone just
0: wrote baby yoda is so cute (laughs) <laughs> with, the, with
2: an egg in its mouth? <laughs> Apparently. Good.
0: As far as I
2: see it, we know nothing about the species. So sure. if this is something normal to them, how the hell
0: can we call it bad? Yeah. Okay, what it Baby was, doing, was the kind concept, of a dick in this episode, LOL. The, the <laughs> Just a whole bunch of different things.
2: of what it's I mean, doing yeah. is, you
0: know, not good.
2: But to that... To it, it's just like that's you know, food, and I'm I'm hungry, so I'm gonna eat the food. I'm sorry. Did does Jin ha- didn't have a kitchen in this place? Does he cook well, things that, for it? That no. That's what I was. That's what I was thinking. Well, he didn't like, have. I, he didn't have like the a second, little tray. Well, the second time that it happens, it's like, dude, feed the Damn. kid. Exactly. <laughs> he, he did feed the kid. This, is, this isn't this isn't the case of Baby Yoda being bad. It's more like. Dude, be a parent.
0: Yeah, dude, he did, did be the kid problem, though when they were down business. in the in the main hold than when they were around like the heater. Well, he gives not, them, like, enough. A little tray. not enough. Not well, enough. He it's didn't. A... He didn't touch the food. <laughs> that was the problem. Like, he's looking at the train close. and he looks over at the eggs. He's like, I want those instead.
1: Yeah, God, it's just which makes sense. I... Like, I
0: mean, if that's his main food source is frogs, then obviously he'd want them.
1: Yeah. Right, and I felt like they were trying to take away. Like some of of the the not necessarily love but kind of hype I guess that's been built up around Baby Yoda at this point kind of oh, you know why
0: why would they want to them, do that for themselves
1: right like bring them down a step or two so it's like guys can we please focus on the Mandalorian yeah that's fair that, that's that's kind of what I thought but yeah by the end of the episode I was like oh my god
2: stop eating the goddamn eggs. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah I, I was done yeah, with it I'm it like just, okay I don't want to watch it got it, but
2: frustrating but like that yeah. was the whole thing it's just like okay so we've established that if you leave them alone mm. and you leave him alone
0: yeah. they will be
2: eaten yes. so let's not
0: do that yeah okay I, like, and I mean, we like, saying like why didn't you the bring them up again? into the hold and strap them into the third chair that's in the cockpit yeah, that, like that, that it's, is, it's, come it's, on
2: you're so concerned and oh it's the last of the day like, oh, okay well then keep it on you at all mm. times you are supposed to be this You're your mother i can't imagine any mother being not
0: protective especially of something like that you're like no these of- are
2: mine and I'm
0: going to hold on to them. It reminds me of sea turtles laying their eggs on beaches. And then when the babies hatch, they crawl out of sand, Dude. go towards the ocean, and seagulls start picking them off. And only a few <laughs> of them make it. That's yeah. basically what's happening here. He like, is the seagull. Yeah, he <laughs> literally. So there's a few other points I just wanted to bring up. We talked uh, quickly about the uh, Rebels' uh, kind of nod with the spiders. Mm. Um, I looked them up, and the spiders are called the Krikna. And basically... It's on a planet called Atalon in the mm-hmm. uh, Star Wars TV animated TV series Rebels. Don't
2: mention Atalon to me. Yeah, and that's where we <laughs> meet. Oh, that's that's where world we world meet a whole bunch piece.
0: of different things, including these spider creatures. Um, and Kanan, uh, the Jedi that is in the series tries to connect with them, and he he finds that they're really hard to connect with because like they're I guess not evil but really um, they're so alien kind of right. They're agitated yeah. and whatnot. Um, so it's very interesting to see like a variation of them on this planet and like just how massive they can get because i mm-hmm. think when we see them in rebels like the other versions of them anyway they're probably as big as like, the adolescent version of that we see in this episode like they're mm-hmm. just a bit bigger than humans um but yeah in this episode this thing was like basically like eight legged like, freaks huge um
3: yeah.
0: Well, you also
1: pointed out uh before we started the episode that the planet that they're on this episode is the same one that they were on in the first episode of Mandalorian. Right? Yeah,
0: and I have the name of it for it here. I, I think I highlighted it. Mm. it. It is called
1: I was really hoping it was Renvar. That was just me, but mm. <laughs> but then, then oh, when he said it's the same Mal- as episode one I realized. Molocaris Mal- not... or Cress. Mal- Mal- yeah. Maldokress, okay.
0: Which is like the yeah, the first episode where the Mandalorian comes into the cantina of the first season and mm. like kills a whole bunch of people because yeah. he wants to get the bounty on the Aqualish guy. Um, he's not an Aqualish. So not Aqualish. Uh, what is he called? I'm not sure. I, I think I an I am Amphibious species of some sort. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's the episode where, like, the walrus comes out and, like, grabs the ship and stuff. Same same planet, apparently. There's not just walruses okay. that are giant yeah. and monstrous. There are spiders. Yeah, yeah well, like in so...
1: Australia. I, yeah, yeah I, can see why, I can see why they don't live underground now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, get away from the cold. Oh, God, look what's down here. <laughs>
0: Why are we on this planet Everything again? Everything else getting away right. from the cold. <laughs>
2: yeah, I, I, I was it,
0: saying that uh, he was expecting, like, a wampa to come out, and I was expecting the same yeah. thing, and then we got spiders. It's like, why are spiders yeah, this, on an ice is planet? So much, yeah. and this see, is so much this,
2: worse. That's a thing, too, where, it's like, a planet like that, that's, you know, it's not habitable. Mm. Um, I could see them having, like, like that cantina, it, was, it has to be just an outpost, Yeah, you know? Where it's just like a refueling station
0: or something. So I think it's like like if you don't want to be found, you're probably going to this planet. It's in the Outer Rim. It's not too far away from like Tatooine. So it's kind of in a similar area to that. Um, Traveler's Rest. Exactly. So it's like a place that you want to lie low or, you know, not be found for a little bit.
1: It it kind of gave me vibes of uh, kind of Warhammer vibes where I swear I won't talk about this for too long. But in Warhammer, there's, there's worlds that are classified as death worlds. Where uh, in order to be classified as a death world, 75% or less of the fauna and uh, flora on the planet is capable of killing you. Oh, wow. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of that because it was just like, wow, everything we've seen so far is incredibly capable of just murdering people.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, Adalon in Rebels was similar. Like, they had to put little posts up to, like, send a frequency off. so then the spiders wouldn't come and murder them. Mm-hmm. um because they were resistant to blasters and stuff so they couldn't actually just go kill them. Um yeah, yeah. a few other things that I found like Doctor Mandible was in the first season of The Mandalorian in the Mos Eisley Cantina um in episode 5 and he makes his comeback playing Sabak. Um mm. like we said the child the child eating so many goddamn <laughs> eggs like jeez man. I have some sympathy for the kids. What is sympathy? Right. Um, just not compute. I well, think... especially
1: because sorry just one last point about this where about the eggs? It, it's it's we're i'm pretty sure by the end of season one he understands basic
0: even oh, he, he plus, can't speak yeah. it
1: right so she gives that whole impassioned speech about the last of her clutching clutching he's like oh i see but i'm still hungry <laughs> yes
0: yeah, like, my dude. hunger outweighs your your yeah, need no, to move on
2: at that point it's just like you know what i need to eat because i'm hungry or else i will pass out and i'm gonna mm-hmm. eat so i understand this is food <laughs>
0: yeah i guess so right? that's but space, space, like, yeah. space chasing though like that was everything and in- I just want more of this. Like more yeah, space dog great. fights and stuff like that. I am I am so excited for it. I'm sad that the ship wasn't damaged from the slave one in a chase fight scene because mm. that would have been amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we still hey, probably still we could probably yeah, we could probably still get it. We still have a few episodes left. Mm-hmm. Um the the spider chase scene is definitely nightmare fuel where they're running over the spiders and they're crawling all over the place and shooting webs at his hands. Right. Oh my See, god.
2: Something that might burst your bubble a bit. If his armor was scavenged. Who's? Um, Boba. Okay. To that to that extent, right? Where he pops out or whatever happens and the Jawas was comes through like, hey. Oh, I think I, think I see where you're going. Yeah. yeah. Um, in episode or er, not episode yeah, yeah. In episode seven, movie seven. I know, this is the only one of the awesome four stuff. Um, <laughs> uh, we find the falcon that's sitting in some garage bay mm-hmm. on Jakku. Why is it sitting there? Oh, because Han ran into some trouble or something like that. How long ago? Oh, not too long ago. He's not had it for a little bit. Yeah. Okay. This has been how many years now? Five at least years. six? Yeah, five or six five, years. Five, six years. I don't right? expect and it to be. Nobody's been flying the Slave One. Yeah. Which but it then has... leads me to say, oh, the Millennium Falcon had defenses. Not like the Slave One. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Boba
0: had. At okay, least Legends. say Legends. Okay. This is what I know about Legends. Boba Mm. Fett had so many, um, like, he had a slave system on it. He had uh, to be able to control it from afar. He had so many Mm. um, security things that he had to do to, like, disable to get into his ship that it's, like, if anybody tried to get in that thing without knowing of those, like, security measures, Mm. then they would have been vaporized. So if it's at Jabba's palace, people are probably ransacking the palace, like, especially Jawas and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I know the person that the the handler for the Rancor, he was in the interlude for yeah, Beastmaster. He was in the interlude for um uh Aftermath, which is where we see uh Cobb Vanth for the first time where he's mentioned. Um mm. and a, and he's part of like he comes to the village and starts to train a hut, a baby hut. So like I could see other people from Jabba's palace that were there, um you know, ransacking and stuff, but I I don't know if people would have been tech savvy enough maybe the jawas they might have been like tech savvy enough to be able to get through those defenses after losing a few of them i would imagine yeah um (laughs) but i would love to see like a scavenged slave one that boba has reacquired and is coming to get the razor quest that's like number one headcanon right now this is my Mm. one true pairing my My, (laughs) my my counterpoint
1: for this was uh that in the expanded universe there is a slave two, three, and four. Yes. Yeah, because uh, it took Boba Fett a while to find Slave One. Yeah. Uh, in the old canon, when he, once he got out of the Sarlacc pit, and I hate the look of Slave Two, so I'm hoping that that doesn't show up.
0: Now the one it, thing just,
1: is, it looks like a flying brick.
0: I don't know um, how long it looks he... like
1: a flying brick of cheese specifically.
0: But... We have no idea how long he was in the Sarlacc pit. Because mm. um, he could have been out like a year, or a few months. You know, like we don't know and he's been trying mm-hmm. to heal up this whole time. Um, That's true. He does have a gaffy stick, and he does have a rifle, so we know that he's been at least um, in combat or trading with the Tuscan Raiders, mm-hmm. um, or at least uh, finding those things. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm still excited to see where Boba Fett's going to go, because obviously he's a big part of this season. That was teased at the end of Episode 1, and uh, I just can't wait to see where it goes, because he is... The Mandalorian in my eyes. Mm-hmm. And yeah,
1: and, and also just with this episode uh, in, in general as well, I'm, I'm curious how this is going to tie into the main story because I was kind of talking before we started the podcast. But right in, just right now, I'm not saying it's going to be like this for the whole season. Mm-hmm. But right now, episode two to me feels very much like episode two of the first season of Mandalorian, where if you cut that episode out of the first season, it wouldn't really change anything.
0: Yeah, I could see that. Um right. We definitely
1: same, same thing with episode same thing with episode five. Um, outside of the fact that now the figure at the end was probably Boba Fett. Yeah. Um. Although he doesn't. It depends if he has his own his boots or not. But it's that same kind of thing. It's like if you take episode five out of uh the Mandalorian, the only thing that you miss is uh, Peli, and their their quasi
0: relationship, mm-hmm. and him mm-hmm. knowledge like him have been have gone to Tatooine. And having that experience yeah, on Tatooine yeah. too, right?
1: Yeah, so so 5, I would argue, is more uh, plot relevant to the overarching story. But with 2, it's really just, you know, he gets angry at Jawas. He tries to fight Jawas. He can't. He trades with them.
0: And um... I think the big thing about Season 1 in that episode would have been the relationship with Kawil. And, like, Kawil helping him out is probably the That's biggest part of that episode. Yeah it was um,
2: reoccurring character to yeah search, like it, uh, and mountain. i think that
0: might happen in this like we get pelly back but i i, I feel <laughs> like the frog lady is not going to be going too far away um yeah oh, also can i be honest uh i completely forgot quill
1: was in that second
0: episode oh really yeah that, that, that's, <laughs> that's what, what the I montage is with like, oh, yeah, is. Um, that's what the montage is with i think the um the ig unit right just... Uh, no no, no
1: that, that that's way later but oh, I forgot okay. Qu- Quill's the one who's translating the entire time about the, the mud horn yes, so I was, yes um, yeah yeah, yeah. I, I completely forgot about that
0: yeah that's where he kind of builds that relationship and then he comes back to him later to ask for help yeah I forgot about that mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah so you're, so yeah, you're right. It does have plus significance. so I'm hoping it is you know
1: kind of a little bit more like that now mm-hmm. where you know next episode we kind of learn a little bit more in, uh, about Fog Lady and, and her husband, maybe and, even the
0: New Republic too. like these two characters, like Dave Filoni's character Trapper Wolf, is a reoccurring character now, and I feel like he will be back, um, especially since the the last point I have here for the discussion point for myself is the planet Adelphi. Uh, or Adelphi, was mentioned in this episode, and it's part of the this kind of system next to Tatooine system um, where they're trying to go to, and it's where the New Republic outpost is. So that's mm. why we're seeing these characters again and again from the New Republic is because there's a New Republic outpost nearby, and they're trying to, mm. um, like, make this unlawful area into a lawful area, I guess, and please yeah, a little bit. And-
1: and that's actually something I was also going to mention, because I'm, I'm hopeful that this is, is how the, the story progression path goes, because now at the end of this episode, we have established that the New Republic and Din are square. They're on equal footing. Yeah. And they at least know that he's not against them.
0: Which is good, and it's, I hope they remove the bounty from him, because I, like, I feel like that conversation definitely hinted on it heavily. Like, they might have said, like, oh, the information was wrong oh, or mean, something.
2: Well, the bounty uh, oh, was set mean, by the mean, Empire
1: anyway. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's got an arrest warrant. That was the difference. Um, the, well,
0: the ar- the arrest warrant is from the yeah. New Republic.
1: Yeah, but but they also say, like, fix the transponder and this isn't going to happen again, right? So, yeah, I, I think you're right. I think it's square. But what I'm hoping is because we see in, in the trailers um, that the Empire is coming back at some point this season.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And so I, I would hope that this time in, in the I'm getting a crew together scene, it's, hey, New Republic. I found an Empire base.
0: The remnants, yeah, because he said, I'll let yeah. you know if I find anything.
1: Yeah, exactly, right? And so if he just goes, hey, I've got coordinates for a Remnant base. They have they have something I want or need, but outside of that, if you want to get rid of it, please help. And then we get to see, you know, the New Republic in action.
0: Starfighter Battle. Exactly. Okay, right? I think oh, that, dude, that would be really good to get into, like, Moff Gideon, Star Destroyer, like a space battle to board it and to get stuff out of it. Right. I think uh, Mandalorian's the- New Republic, Empire, and, like, the Mando...
1: Yeah, and, and the, the bounty hunters, right? That would yeah, be really cool. That would and be amazing. As, as much as I'm on the fence about the design of the ship and how it fits into the, the New Republic, if I could see a Starhawk in action, oh, man. That would be that would awesome. Be great.
2: You mean like the actual capital big ship, the Starhawk?
1: Yes, yeah, the, the New Republic's version of yeah, it. Of the gravestone. Anybody... Oh uh, yeah, of the gravestone. It looks very similar to the gravestone, but it, yeah. If anybody doesn't know what the Starhawk is, it's basically the New Republic's version of a Star Destroyer, and uh, you can look at, uh, you can look it up, you just look up Starhawk. It's in the Star Wars Armada game, and
2: if you uh, play Squadrons, Squadron, it's now. in yeah. there too. Yeah, and Looking it's mentioned in room. a
1: bunch of the books. Yeah, exactly, and uh, yeah, it, it's it's really it's interesting because they also talk about how it's it's made out of Star Destroyers. They they basically yep. break down Empire Star Destroyers and build Starhawks. And it looks interesting. I, I don't really vibe with or uh, not really. Vibe's not the right word. I, I don't really um, think it really meshes well with uh, how the rest of the New Republic ships look. Because
2: it's very angular and blocky. Mm-hmm. But it's pretty interesting. The thing yeah, about it is like, sorry, um, with all the New Republic ships, they were mostly getting them from the Moncala. So they all had this kind of That's amphibian true, yeah. look to them, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Whereas like, you know, now you're trying to model this not after a bird per se. But it's just like, yeah, you've got a, a ship design that's not. Then, but remember when the old Republic was building their ships, they were star destroyers. They were still mm-hmm. the Venator, everything like that. Like those they're are the precursors to the Imperial star destroyers. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like that's how their ships looked initially. So reverse engineering a star destroyer is like, you know, if the plans were completely lost from Clone Wars to Empire and everything like that, like this is what we used to do anyway. Mm-hmm. So they're just going back. Is what I see more so going back and improving more so than just like, oh, yeah, we got a fit. It's like, no, we were legit. We had to scavenge and borrow ships to fight. Yeah. Now we can make our own again.
0: Another point that I wanted to make was you said the project like Starhawk and in Mm. I haven't beaten it yet, but Star Wars Squadron's uh, story mode. um, There's a big plot in there where you're playing as a Republic side, the New Republic. Mm. and uh you have to go to a place that they're like why are we going here isn't this where like some weird project is from the new republic and it's project starhawk where they're like oh, okay. building the first yeah. starhawk and that's a, i think yeah, it's pretty close after episode 6 the... like it's when the new mm. republic is starting up so, okay so they our... would definitely have starhawks by now yeah by about 5 or okay. 6 years i'd say they have at least one or two starhawks um, okay yeah and we're six so, years out now so yeah in
2: because okay. in the game they show okay I mean, like yeah i'm not gonna say too much no worry. okay, right. okay. Uh, <laughs> thank they, you they, ha- they show they show the prototype yeah they do and then things happen and they show this and they're like yeah it's a prototype like you know what the word prototype means mm-hmm. like you can sure do yeah you just it's a prototype yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> and, and i, is, I w-
1: Sorry, go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna say, and and I will also say, like as mu- as much as I'm not a huge fan of of the the look of the Starhawk, it's it's a hell of a lot better than uh, all those randomly generated CGI monstrosities in Rise of Skywalker. Fuck's <laughs> the ones in the front look great, and they used to look at the ones in the back, and you're like, what is happening back there? It's like amalgamation <laughs> of a whole bunch of them. Well, they they did also admit, I think at one point that they literally just started doing like a, they made a randomized generator for the ships.
0: I'm like s- yes, because we can't bring one in of them the
2: like a pleasure barge exist. for fuck's sake. Yeah, sorry, right? sorry. <laughs> yeah, it, it it was just frustrating.
0: Yeah, <laughs> look at look in the Skype chat right now.
2: Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, it's, at it's...
0: Darth Mucky, for tweeting this out. I don't know who who mm-hmm. made this, but I'm going to tweet it out on our podcast uh, Reddit, yeah. or Twitter it, it account. Is, it and is a, it's a picture of yeah.
1: Baby Yoda uh, drinking out of like a, a, a drink cup, but the drink cup is the, the fluid that the eggs are floating in, and there's eggs
2: in there.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I just retweeted that, so if you guys want to see it, just go to our Twitter account, and you can see it yeah. on there. It's hilarious. Let's see how
2: much Christmas merch they make out of that. Yeah, oh, Baby, my goodness. Baby Yoda, now with edible eggs.
0: <laughs> oh my god. That's, the new, that's You know, that's going to be the uh-huh. new Pop Funko is it with a an egg in its mouth or in its hand? Yeah, right. Oh man. Oh man. Um, are there any other points that we want to say about the podcast or about the podcast about the episode <laughs> for chapter ten? Or is that it?
2: That was we were really trying to say as much as possible, but it, mm. we covered everything that way because again, much it it, it seems it had filler vibes, even if it was mm-hmm. just story building. So that already was just like you know okay show me what's up well we had like six minutes of credits because of that and i was like all right cool and a recap at the beginning of the episode so you, you got that feeling of like yeah we're really just trying to little shoehorn this one in here yeah <laughs> because you get episodes where like the cold open episode where it starts and it goes right into it and then you know then you have okay intro and then okay here's more and here's more and yeah. here's more and here's more, and we're gonna try to push this right to the very end until we have to put the credits in, but that's like two minutes.
1: Yeah, Dan Dan was mentioning uh, while we were watching it, and it, it definitely rung true to me, although not as bad as, as the thing he mentioned, but he was like, it, it felt like watching an older mainstream anime show. Like he said One Piece, and I also thought like Naruto um, when, when I was watching it, where it's yeah, like-
2: notorious for it.
1: Yeah, right, where it's like, we have 44 minutes of content, it's really 20 but uh ignore the flashbacks and the uh you know the the flashbacks in between commercials and the 6 minutes of of uh credits at the end yeah but yeah i mean you know mandalorian wasn't as it didn't do it as bad as those two did cuz oh my god naruto and one piece both of them
0: are just it's like 7 minute intros for a <sighs> 24 minute episode <laughs> it's yeah it's pretty bad well,
1: Especially when One Piece was getting to the point where it had, like, eight minutes of content, but it was within a 24-minute episode.
0: And they, they really pad out the sections that really don't need to be padded out. Yeah, seriously. Uh, like, you, you have
1: flashbacks for something that happened two minutes ago. Anyways, we're getting... Uh, I gotta say, I gotta say we're at this episode,
0: there wasn't really a dull moment, and, like, enough happened that it kept my interest. And, mm-hmm. like, the intrigue was there when they were going into the cave, and, like, I'm like, what's gonna happen here? I don't really know, um, you know, the bounty hunters at the beginning, or the you know, scavengers or whatever... There was a lot of things that happened in here that really kind of expanded upon small pieces of the universe. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it
1: still it still kept a good flow of action, but I feel like yeah. it it was the stakes were much less high than the last, last episode. episode. Oh yeah. yeah,
0: the last episode was right,
1: uh, oh. Uh, sorry, we should also point out from last episode because we all know it now, but we didn't at the time um, because we were we were kind of ranting about how the the we didn't like the changes in the crate dragon oh yes Uh, yeah yeah me and ed specifically but uh dan found a thing during the week that uh shows that there are two different species of crate dragon there's the or
2: something yeah
1: canyon crate dragon which is the one that me and ed are used to seeing which looks like a real dragon and then there's the greater crate dragon which is the actual crate dragon that we saw in the episode which by the way
0: is just like a neck and a head that we saw but it has a full body underneath the sand with, like, six legs and a tail, mm. like, it's huge. We only saw well, its neck and head. People keep
2: forgetting. People keep forgetting. No, we saw it. Like, we saw it. It came out when it was on the mountain. It was holding on to the mountain. Was it? I don't think we saw acid. its legs.
0: We just saw, like, it come its head and neck coming out, didn't we? I'm not too sure. I can't I remember. Like I have to watch it again. Like,
2: just... Like like a dragon holding on to a mountain, just being like yeah, yeah definitely <laughs> smog
0: esque you know because
2: yeah. when they when they got up there and they were firing at it and they were looking it was looking at them they did a close up of its head yeah and burrowed again but it was just like I felt like it was holding on so. that's fair because like fair. you can't if it's that massive and it's coming out it's not coming out of the side of a sand dune it's like more of a mountain it's just like it's not gonna have half its body in the mountain and it's falling over it's gotta hold on to something yeah yeah because it'd be too top heavy at that point. Uh, yeah, and, and I remember at first when, when Dan showed me that, or
1: showed us that, I was like, oh, that's kind of weak, it's just two different species, but then I was also thinking about it, and I was like, well, I mean, you know, a bearded dragon and a leopard gecko both come from desert areas, and they mm-hmm. look super different, so at that point, yeah, desert, I, yeah, exactly, right, like, there, there's enough, there's definitely enough variance within a species that I can see one looking like a monster hunter monster, and the other and looking like a Just like the dragon. spiders
0: again, like, yeah. there's, they look exactly. similar, but yeah. they're different.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, that's what I'm fine with that different different subspecies that that mm. that absolutely clears that up for me. See,
2: my 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 main issue wasn't like the look of it was kind of just like okay, okay, sure, but the biggest thing was like oh we've never seen one before. It's just like shut the hell up. Yeah. Yes, we have, <laughs> and that's what irritated me more than anything. That's just fair. Lack yeah. of appreciation, I
0: guess yeah. it is. Mm-hmm.
2: It's just like you've seen it before. Stop saying you haven't. It's not like. I do appreciate what Mandalorian is doing, but don't don't do that. Don't take away from other good things. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, nice. for example, if if you want to challenge me on this right now, <laughs> there's a sale going on for Kotor one and two. They are two dollars mm-hmm. Canadian. On Steam? Two dollars. I, I believe so.
0: It's like ninety nine like, cents American.
2: Get to Tatooine, do the Tatooine side quest with Kalo Nord and all that stuff, and the crate dragon. It does look similar to the one that we saw in the video or in in the in the episode sorry which then goes to say how much if it does look that similar then there you go we have seen this before so then you cannot say we haven't
0: one yeah, and and two sorry, what do three we're not remember- counting the
2: five to calm myself down no, no i will be
0: incensed at this till the end. Do you end remember callow nord on tattooing when he does that it's so frustrating oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, okay, you know, i'm gonna count okay. to three that one's <laughs> yeah, 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 he's okay. like you better back was, off or i'm gonna kill you i was so, wondering what you're doing yeah i was wondering if you get that reference
2: <laughs> uh funny enough uh, it does make an appearance in the older public as well if you mm-hmm. play the bounty hunter line in the beginning this this Rodian just comes up to you and starts talking a bunch of nonsense and you just start counting you're just like "Yep, one <laughs> and i was like oh no we're not gonna and two oh yeah. my god we are doing it <laughs> and then three is just fight <laughs> yeah, just cool. are you gonna
1: say uh, Mama? oh i was just gonna say like uh i mean if, if you do think we're wrong or you do have any arguments by all means you know send us an email send us a, a tweet or anything like that because Again, we'd love to, to talk about this. Just because, you know, we know a bunch of the expanded universe lore doesn't mean that, you know, we're always completely right. So Exactly. Yeah, right. if you think there's something wrong with there's a hole in our argument, by all means. We'd love to we'd love to hear and, and learn a little bit more. The more discussion you know, the better. If, yeah, 'cause if if we're wrong about this, we're not gonna be like, Oh, well, it it didn't really count. You
2: know, well, we'll, well I want you to prove we'll it. Change. I want you to like bring the evidence Tell mm-hmm. me I am wrong and because of this and this and this and I will accept it because yeah, you exactly. have Put in, And then I will know something
0: new, and then I will try to tie it into something else. And, with that. I just want to say, mm-hmm. this is something that I've been thinking about, but if you have something that you want to share and you want to be on the podcast, what you can do is you can probably, like, you can send in, like, take a little voice recording on your phone and send it to our Gmail, and we'll, as long as it's appropriate and on topic, <laughs> we will play it on the podcast, and then we'll talk about it and discuss it yeah. a little bit. Um, And you can just, yeah, you can record it on your phone and then send it in the email to us, and just, uh, we'll tell you how to send that over to us and what email to send it to in just a moment in the outro but yeah i think that'd be a fun thing to do if you want to you know have your voice on the podcast and voice your opinion yeah absolutely because the more people in the discussion the better right yeah i think with that said let's get into the outro and uh let the listeners know how to contact us for the final time and wish them all the best
2: Yeah, so wishing you all the best for that. You can wish us some of the best too, and you can do that by email, which is voiceoftheforce at gmail.com. You can do so through Twitter at the handle at voiceforcepod. I remember retweeting there, just like today. We really, oh boy, retweet after episodes so that, you know, it gives us a chance to see stuff and then we can really get excited and talk about it. Uh, You can find us at voiceoftheforce.com. Where we've got things really sectioned out for there in -hmm. there, so that you can really find stuff you're looking for
0: pretty easily. We have a new section under specials. If you go to the main bar, top bar on our main page, uh, you can uh, hover over specials and go down. There's a Mandalorian section under that, so you can click that and you can see all of our Mandalorian episodes with um, episode art and all the show notes and things like that. If you're interested in seeing those things, Um, yeah. Episode. uh, The website is being updated as we're kind of growing as a podcast and having new types of shows and things
2: and always remember to listen rate review and subscribe to the podcast on apple podcasts google podcasts soundcloud spotify and all major podcast platforms leave a comment leave a review it does help with visibility and when you subscribe for free you can get the latest episode information as soon as it releases
0: and i wanted to say too just before we round out the reviewing on podcast platforms helps so much with people finding us. So if someone types in Star Wars, they're going to see a lot of the podcasts that have a lot of reviews that are five stars, four stars, that kind of stuff. So the more reviews that we get, the, the more people can find us and the more people can discuss with us. So if you are enjoying the episodes that we're doing, I would highly um, recommend going and re- reviewing us with however many stars you think. Five stars is always the best. Um, and if you leave a little comment and blurb about what you liked about the show um, that would be awesome and it just helps other people find us So that is one of the best ways you can support the podcast for us right now is just sharing the podcast on social media and then reviewing us as well on all the podcast platforms that you listen to us on if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts review on there, if you listen to us on Google Play review on there, if you listen to us on Spotify review on there, please that would be a huge help absolutely And with all that said, I think we can round off the podcast. And uh, remember, this is the way.